Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast, home of people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Kareen. My friends, Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Christmas special show. You know, <laughs> it's funny. Yesterday, I was thinking to myself, what is a good segment that we could do on this show every year on Christmas? And I thought to myself, there are multiple different avenues we could go down You know, I could talk about, you know, the Christmas from the Christian perspective. I could talk about how a lot of its traditions have been kind of hijacked and whatnot from different pagan holidays, allegedly, because sometimes people can get triggered by that. But, you know, I decided we need to stay on theme with this show because on the show, we talk about staying vigilant, informed and questioning everything. So I thought, what would be the what would be better then having the the annual tradition starting today, the first annual tradition of Deck the Hall of Lies. Yes, my friends, that is what we're doing today. We're going to go down the big 12 lies of the year, every year, starting right now. So we're going to go from 12 all the way up to 1, and we're going to... I want you, before we really do that, though, I want you to guess what you think the 12 lies are that I would have on this list. So before we get started, I really want to encourage you to spend time with the family today. Reflect on the things you should be grateful about. Think about those who maybe are not as fortunate as yourself, because that's what Christmas is really about. Of course, it's nice to get gifts. Of course, it's nice to celebrate with the lights and the tree and the mistletoe and all that good stuff. But remember that this holiday is about taking care of your fellow man, you know, at the end of the day. So well, before we, before with all that said, let's get down to the deck, the hall of lies. And let's get to number 12. Number 12 on the list of lies decorating the hall is the perfect diet deception. My friends, how many of you, I find this every year, so it's not specific to this year, but without fail, every year, ever since high school when I really got plugged into the internet, I have seen people, whether they be celebrities, influencers, coaches, uh, actors, whatever, for some reason, everybody comes out here with their six-pack or their bikini model pictures. And they want to say, ooh, I went on the carnivore diet. Ooh, I went on the paleo diet. Ooh, I, I did had nothing but juice for, for two weeks. And then all of a sudden, boom, I looked fantastic. But I won't mention the fact that I was on steroids or that I was totally lying to you. But just follow this diet. And no matter the fact that my, your genetics are garbage, You'll look exactly like me. It's like um, Lightning McQueen from the Cars movie when he's going into the talk to all those rusty cars. And he's like, well, my friends, uh, if you just use a little rusties and the same amount of luck, you too can look like me. Cut out. Yeah, like that. That's, that's the equivalent of the perfect diet. You'll see some magazine cover some story on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or wherever, and then you'll see this some person being like, oh, I found the pill of magic, and all of a sudden you'll look great. 
So that's why we're putting this at number 12. The one-size-fits-all diet is a bunch of rubbish because everybody's different. Now, there are certain unavoidable realities, such as uh, calorie deficit is required to lose weight, except for water weight, if you want to put it that way. But again, we're talking about the one-size-fits-all diet is at number 12, okay? Number 11... We're going to go into science fiction. <laughs> Did anybody else see the story this year about uh, AI and the ability to like live in a robot so that you'd live forever? Did anybody else catch that story this year? I did. Apparently, there was a claim going around that humans could live forever now. <gasps> yes, my friends, we could live forever. We could just replace ourselves with machinery and uh, double, triple, double Dutch bypass, and uh, we could upgrade ourselves, plastic surgery, augmentations, uh, cyborging, hybrids, everything, and we could live forever. Did anybody else see that? <laughs> Within the next decade, that's supposed to be possible? Yeah, uh, that's a big lie. That's why we put it up here at number 11 of science fiction presented as fact. I'm sorry, my friends, not true. Uh, we don't live in the cyberpunk universe where you can just chrome up and uh, live basically forever and be indestructible. Sorry. Sorry, my friends. No, no, we don't live in that world. That's why it's at number 11. Uh, number 10 is the myths of the, in the education in, in education industry. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Did anybody else catch the big lies being put out in the school districts? Anybody else catch why... We see the pushing of the rainbow riding community being shoveled in there, a basic biology not being covered, uh, feelings being presented as facts in the court of science. Anybody else see this this year? I certainly did. Oh, yeah. That's why our education system's garbage. That's why more and more people are going private or homeschooling is because the public school indoctrination camp is disgusting. And that's why it's at number 10. One of the big lies being put out is that, ooh, education, our education system is fantastic and great. No, it's full of propaganda and disgusting lies and deceit. And let's go up to number nine, the healthcare hoax. And did anybody else see about this one single cure-all treatment for various diseases debunked this year? Did anybody else see this? Anybody else see various influencers on the internet talking about, with no scientific backing, I might add, that there were... Uh, people were talking about ivermectin at one point, saying that it was working. I'm not going to get into that because people get talking about po politics. We could even go into the um, the pokety-poke, if you catch what I'm saying, the uh, the vacity-vac that was supposed to help everybody in, in the... Uh, the bug was supposed to go away. The the COVID was supposed to go away. Uh, well, my friends, you've been hoodwinked because apparently there's a new variant of the, the virus coming out every two weeks. So, um, well, thank you very much, um, Mr. Fauci. I, I know you're working at a college now. I believe it's at Georgetown. Well, thank you very much for lying to us ever since the AIDS epidemic, in my opinion. So, uh, good job. I see you've been rewarded by your friends in the education sector of the government 
um, complex. Good job. We appreciate it. But your goofy ass is why you're, you're, you and you should be on number nine as far as I'm concerned. Because you're the one been pushing all this rubbish, these lies, in, in my opinion. Look, I get it. Ooh, you're not a scientist, Austin. You don't know. Um, well, you can go and listen to the, quote, scientists who have more of a political science degree than an actual science degree, and not even a good politi political science degree, in my opinion. They're bureaucrats. Bureaucrats. They're a lot... Oh, oh, boy. Don't get me started. The whole thing is a bunch of popping garbage. But let's see, where are we at? Oh, we're at number eight. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, the revisionist historians got number eight this year. Oh, boy. Anybody else see those stories on, on Twitter where uh, people were saying that, oh, the uh, the Vikings were actually black. And, um, oh, yes, um, this was also invented by black people. And this was not, and this was not actually white, because whites are no good. And uh, look, oh my goodness, bro! Historical facts are being manipulated left and right this year. It was unbelievable to me. There were several attempts to rewrite the narratives of history right in front of our very faces. In fact, they would even downplay certain wars like World War One, World War Two, in importance having long-term, not just short, but long-term implications on education. Because if you think that entertainment and education don't mix, I don't know what world you're living in. <laughs> it's not mine. I'll tell you that right now. Most people don't give a rat's behind about, about learning in the classroom. But that's why the revisionist historians get to go up at number eight. Number seven, the social media misinformation campaigns. Oh boy. You know, I got to give a shout out to Elon Musk because he actually allows people to fact check things. And I'm not just talking about pushing the government line because that's what fact checking is in my estimation. That's what fact checking is on these, oh, these big journalists, these bastions of journalism, the alphabet channels. Ooh, they know everything and they let everything except, you know, when they, when they're threatened to be fired, they come out suddenly as being homosexual. <laughs> Anderson Cooper, <laughs> in my opinion, don't sue me, but <laughs> yo, man, I got to tell you, this is just out of control, but I got to give a shout out to Elon Musk for actually allowing people to say, Hey, this is fake. Hey, that's an AI image. Hey, this isn't real. Hey, this is the context. I got to give him credit for that. And allowing people to say things that I deem offensive. Because at the end of the day, that's what free speech is. Free speech is not around to protect a, um, polite speech. It is around to protect offensive speech. So I got to give a shout out to him for allowing this. But he's also fact-checking the misinformation that's coming out of every every crevice on the internet. Oh, and anybody else see those um, self-help, like self-treatment things that like you see these videos of people saying, oh, I heard this compound was good for my skin. And then they put it on their skin and they get like a second degree burn. Anybody else see those videos this year? <laughs> Yo, man, people are gullible. I got to tell you, that's why I'm so glad that a lot of the social media misinformation on so on like X especially 
is being called out for what it is. The propaganda is being identified. I appreciate that. Number six. So before we get into number six, I want to ask you, do you agree or disagree so far with the first half of the list? Now, I know I'm not going into very, very deep and explicit detail. Part of that is because number one, I'm all, we're already going against the grain as it is. And number two, uh, my friends, it's, I did a lot of in research for this. Also, you got to realize that part of this is supposed to be fun. You know, if you can't laugh and you can't make jokes at other people's expense, then you're not living in a free country. You know, I, I could go and do a two hour show going in on like every single one of these. I could. But I want you to really ask yourself whether you agree with this list or not, because I want it to be very generalized because it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be in good spirits. This is supposed to be a good day. I don't want to trigger you with a bunch of politics and whatnot today. This is supposed to be fun. You know, this is supposed to be a religious holiday. This is supposed to be something that people celebrate. And we put everything aside and we enjoy our fellow man. But enough of that. Let's get into number six. Number six. The economic tall tales of one Joseph Biden. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yo, does anybody see these, um... These economic moronic statements by Joe Biden on um <laughs> on, on Twitter and other social media platforms. Dude's like, ooh, Bidenomics is working. Uh there's a record level of unemployment. Yeah, schmuck, because people are working two or three jobs because your economy is trash. That's why <laughs> that's why there's not a lot of jobs, because people are working two or three jobs to afford rent and afford heating, and afford their grocery bill, and, and be able to watch Netflix. What are you talking about? Oh, man, dude. Oh, and the, uh, oh, my economy is better than Trump. Meanwhile, under Trump, stuff was a whole lot better. We didn't have two major wars. And did you anybody else notice the fact that, that the gas pump price is going down just in time for the election in about a year from now? Anybody else see that? But just about the time when the bread and circus show known as the primaries and the Schmi the Schmi Marys and the high Marys uh, are about to come down the pipe at the beginning of this coming year. Anybody notice that all of a sudden gas is good, prices are going down, and he's actually drilling? Oh yeah, record levels of drilling and fracking going on in the country while well, he said he wasn't going to do it. Which leads into number five, climate change confusion. Oh boy. They were screaming a lot about climate change not that long ago, but all of a sudden he said, wait a minute, wait a minute, Green Mafia got to stop getting paid because uh, I got to get reelected. So what we're going to do is we're going to go frack now. <laughs> we're going to start actually drilling because um, it turns out people need oil. Uh, I, I tried to bend over, pause, for the Saudi Arabian king and kiss his ring and other things, pause. But apparently that wasn't enough, so no, I gotta actually drill for oil. I shut down the pipeline that was gonna be great for jobs and for oil prices, but instead that backfired, so now I gotta do something. <laughs> but apparently climate change is really taking a back seat because apparently he realizes that people have actual needs. You see, people want to talk about the global carbon footprint. Now make no mistake about it. I love the environment. 
I love animals. I have a huge heart for animals, their habitats, and the natural world. But the problem is, with climate change, people allow the left-wingers, the crazy commie bums, to hijack the entire conservative talking point, which should be about the environment. I mean, how? why should a conservative not want to conserve the environment? I don't believe that every conservative is like, yeah, 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 fill up those rivers. Yeah, kill those birds. Uh, pave over those nice uh, green green fields. We don't want none of that. My friends, climate change is kind of hijacking the entire conservative environmentalist movement, and it makes me sick. All the lies and, and garbage. If America went completely carbon neutral, it wouldn't do jack because of China and Russia and India. But don't tell that to the green mafia who's making a bag off of this big lie. So that's number five. Let's go to number four. Oh, speaking of breads and circuses, my goodness. Oh, the celebrities, the celebrity sluts and fabrications and gossip. The reason why this is on this list is because it's such a big lie. Like, because it's such a, I think it's such a lie. Not that their problems are lies, which a lot of them actually are. A lot of them are just for uh, news purposes and to be in the newspaper so they can get more fans and acolytes and whatnot. Usually just in time for their new movie or um, book deal or whatever in my estimation. But that's why I put this on the list. You look at people talking about major scandals like Jonathan Majors, for example. Dude, oh my goodness, Jonathan Majors. How do you fumble a bag like that? How in the world do you find yourself running blocks away from a skinny, blonde, white woman? As a, oh my goodness. You want to talk about major scandals? Homeboy had a multi-million dollar contract and he fumbles the entire bag. Ugh. But again, that ties into the big ultimate lie. But I won't give it away just yet because we ain't there yet. But you look at the dominant news cycles week after week after week. How many times do you see the Kardashians, the uh, plastic women, talking about how real men need to do this and real men need to do that? Meanwhile, they barely have anything real left in them besides a whole lot of real hot air and carbon dioxide. You want to talk about a carbon footprint? Them, ex them releasing all their hot air and sewage is enough to make the climate worse. Oh, boy. Oh, but let's get to the big top three. Y'all ready for this? The big top three. All right. What would you guess is number three? I'll let you put in your answers. What would you say is, two, is three, two, and number one? You can leave it in the comment section or... I'm going to put this up. I'm going to put parts of this up, I think, on Twitter. I want to see what people have to say about this. But let's hop into number three on the list of the Hall of Lies. Number three, the political misinformation and whoppers of the year. Mainly coming from Mr. Joe Biden, Miss, Miss uh, Kamala Harris, and uh, Mr. Barack Obama. Can you believe that Obama gets behind a movie 
that talks about white people being the most vicious animals on the planet. I mean, look, here's what I don't get. We have notable falsehoods such as uh, certain economic policies would boost GDP growth by 5%. Meanwhile, we were still in the rough patches with the GDP. We also have Joe Biden lying about Bidenomics. We have him changing all the rules for inflation. And then even though inflation is still up, because it's going down like a couple percentiles, he says it's down. Well, it's still down from being up. It's not down from baseline. But of course, he's not going to tell us say that because then it doesn't it doesn't actually make a difference that he wants to make. So he talks about GDP growth growing by five percent. Meanwhile, even the economists who are probably in his corner are still predicting that it's only going to be a modest one percent at best. His inflated claims are swaying public opinion and policymaking in the wrong direction on top of the fact that he's flooding the country with illegal aliens. I did a whole show on that yesterday. Before you want to call me names, go listen to that show. I'm not going to sidestep this whole show to do that again. But that's why it's at number three, is because our political structure is enabling the bums, the deadbeats, and the ideologues to basically live off the fat of the land while they lie about what they're doing with the economy and then have the nerve to go against their entire platform lying all the way through their teeth and yet no one calls them out, at least not as many people as should. That's why it's at number three. Number two... What would you think is number two? Number two big lie is that AI will go away. My friends, AI is the future. AI will not be under control. It won't. I'm sorry. It's not going to be ever under control. That's why it's the second big lie. AI is not under control. In fact, it's un- it's the underbelly of so... of the. It's basically the underbelly of the internet at this particular point in my estimation. Groundbreaking AI breakthroughs are happening on a regular basis now. More and more big tech are investing billions into the AI business. I, for one, think it's going to be very useful for me in the future. I also think that it's going to be very useful for a lot of other content creators because it's going to force us to become more creative so that we're not replaced. I also see the space travel being happening through SpaceX, thanks to Elon Musk. Well, my friends, if you are a low-skill worker in this economy, you need to realize you are becoming more and more replaceable. I mean, McDonald's has a fully automated restaurant in Texas right now. Oh, yeah, you didn't hear about that, did you? Hopefully you did, because this is your time to stop being a low-skill worker, stop being replaceable, and start becoming unique. Otherwise, you're going to get replaced. Look back in history at the rubber barons who invented the assembly line and mass production. They hired people to repeatedly do the work over and over again, but the people disappointed them with their ability to produce. Now, they realize that why do they need the schmuck who's going to 
riot, who's going to per- say that they need to be paid more for doing less work. They're just going to get robots. They'll get robots with AI that don't need a vacation, don't need healthcare benefits, don't need none of that. They pay up front instead of over time. That's why it's at number two. If you thought AI was going away, like a lot of people on the right were saying that AI is going to be under control, it's going to be regulated, it's going to go away. No, it ain't. No, it's not. It's going to take over a lot of industries. It's going to lead to socialism in my estimation. You can read that. You can write that one down. Within the next 50 years, a lot of AI is going to replace all kinds of different low-skilled jobs. And we are going to be living in a very socialist type of economy because we're going to have so many people displaced. That's why it's at number two. Now, let's get to the ultimate lie. Number one. What would you guess is the number one lie of the year? What would you say it is? Well, there's a couple, there's one honorable mention that I would like to put in here before we get to number one. The honorable mention is that your personal data is private and secure. That's the honorable mention because it's just not true. If you think that with AI, like we just talked about, if you think that with all the economy being this bad, if you think with people being down, bad, out, the misinformation, the Hackers are going crazy trying to make a quick buck. If you think it's safe, it ain't. That's why it's an honorable mention. Don't fall for that lie. Our data is pretty oftenly vulnerable and traded without your consent, by the way. Why do you think so many things are, quote, free? They're not free. They're just not making direct money off of you. They're making money off your data. So that's why, what that is why the personal data being private and secure is at the honorable mention slot. But let's get to the number one ultimate lie. Number one ultimate lie decorating the lightest and brightest of the year is that a relationship will make you happy. My friends, you may say this is not unique to this year alone. And you would have a very valid argument for that. However, The reason why I put this at the very front is because this is a big lie pushed upon both men and women. That you need someone else to make you happy. You need someone else to help you. You need someone else to provide the future for yourself that you desire. Let me tell you something. That is bogus. Garbage. And that is why it will, that's at number one, because it will eat away slowly at your entire life. And I don't want you to fall for that and it can affect every other avenue of your life some of these are more bigger picture and they may not affect you directly but this the ultimate lie affects you probably every day of your life because if you're not if you're not chasing a peace quiet freedom staying vigilant staying informed questioning everything around you then you are liable to get set up fall for any one of these other lies in an attempt to compensate and that is why it is that number one well my friends what did you think what did you think of the list was it better worse than you hoped do you like it do you think we should do this every year on Christmas don't worry 
it'll get better as time goes on. This is only the first annual. But what did you think of the first annual Decking the Halls of Lies? Decking the Hall of Lies. Well, my friends, if you like what you heard, I recommend you follow the show because trust me, I, I'm out here producing a lot of content for y'all because I love doing this show. You can follow on X, you can follow on YouTube. Uh, I'm putting up an Instagram page that I'm going to be more active on. But my friends, I really want you to stay vigilant, stay informed, and question everything that comes your way. Because otherwise, it's hard to build a foundation in your life when you're always focused upon lies that are being fed to you. My friends, and have a very Merry Christmas, and I look forward to seeing you next time. I'm out of here. Peace.